0: People are yearning for information, having the opportunity to encourage people and to educate people and inspire people. It's amazing to be able to say, we'll carve out time to take care of ourselves. There's something for everyone. We wanted to end our presentation with mindfulness, and I got into mindfulness for reasons I'm sure you can relate to, many of you here. Being in a family of public servants, mindfulness was and continues to be an effective tool that helps me cope with the stress and anxiety you all know all too well that comes with this kind of life. It helped me so much that I made it my work. And I love it, and I love sharing it with others. So thank you for listening. And a healthy mind, we just heard about the body, but a healthy mind is equally as important as a healthy body, and it all goes together, as Tricia said. But we often neglect the health of our minds. The problem is we live in a world that runs at an accelerated pace. Most of us spend our time rushing from one thing to the next thing, and thinking about the past and all the things we should have done, or thinking about the future and all the things we need to do. Our days are really spent lost in thought, and so we miss the experience of the present moment. We're really just missing out on our life as we're living it, and this fast pace. Life causes chronic stress, as Trisha spoke about earlier. With stress, our built-in mechanism to respond to threatening situations called our flight-or-fight response is activated all the time, causing our immune systems to be suppressed and opening the door to all kinds of disease. So for optimal health, we know we need to keep our minds healthy, too. So how do we do it? Well, there are three ways that we recommend and that we're going to recommend to you today to improve the health of our minds. There's mindfulness, there's breath work, and there's meditation. And I want to give you a brief, and I'll be very brief because I know you all have things to do, introduction of each, and then some practical tools you can use in your life to reduce stress. I want to begin with mindfulness first. The best definition I know of mindfulness is paying attention on purpose in the present moment non-judgmentally. It really means fully embracing what's happening in this moment in a loving way. Mindfulness is a great tool to use to be right here, right now, and to accept being right here. To accept... good that's happening, to accept the bad that's happening, and the indifferent, because that's life. By accepting what's happening in this moment, we don't worry about the past or the future or the jumble of thoughts that are usually, I would say, always running through our heads. And when we're mindful, we avoid triggering our stress response, which really is so detrimental to our health. When we produce stress chemicals, it affects how our brain works. It affects the areas of our brain that we need for things like creativity, for decision-making, for empathy. To work and live in relationship with each other, we need to be as calm and as present as possible. So how do we be more mindful? You can practice mindfulness in the everyday things that you do. Take eating, for example, which we've just been doing. Um, So when you're eating mindfully, you're not watching TV while you eat, and you're not on the way out the door while you're eating, both of which I'm guilty of. (laughs) When you eat mindfully, you're really tasting the food, noticing the smells, noticing the textures, and noticing how the food makes you feel. The opposite of mindfulness is driving someplace and being so lost in thought that you have no idea how you got there. Mm -hmm. Or talking to a friend and being so lost in thought that you can't recount a single thing that they said. So we practice mindfulness in the everyday little things in life. When we take a shower, when we speak to our friends, when we drive our cars. And by practicing mindfulness, we can strengthen the brain's ability to pay attention. Our health will improve and our life will really be enhanced and enriched. Breathwork work is the second tool we can use to reduce stress. The first thing we can do with breath work is simply to pay attention to our breathing. We are very shallow breathers. If you notice, you notice that we sort of breathe from here. And so begin to pay attention to how you breathe, because there are far worse places to put our attention, like on on the thoughts and images in our heads and in our minds. Our thoughts, many of which are negative, are the main source of our discontent and our unhappiness and our fear. So we want to be able to learn to disengage attention from our thoughts and put our attention on our breath, which is kind of like putting a car in neutral. One of the simplest things to do is to pause throughout the day and take a few long, deep breaths. I have a watch which reminds me to breathe, and it's really helpful. You can set your phones or however you can be reminded. And it sounds so incredibly simple, but it is so incredibly healthy to do. Another breathing technique is one that we use in our classes a lot. And it's one that Andrew Weil says is the single most effective medical intervention he's ever come across. And it's called the 478 breathing method. And it'll help with stress, it'll help with anxiety, it'll help with insomnia. And we think it's phenomenal and we teach it in all our classes. And it costs nothing. You can do it anywhere, and it uses no equipment. But the trick is to practice it regularly because the regularity of doing it puts a signal in your nervous system to relax. And so if you do it, and many, Trisha and Tracy and I do it, it's incredibly impactful. So the way you do it, I'm going to describe it to you because I think you're going to love this tool. And then we'll demonstrate it, maybe do it together. But in yogic breathing, you're asked to put your tongue in the yogic position, which is putting the tip of your tongue to the ridge of the tissue just above your upper front teeth. So you just sort of put your tongue there. And in this exercise, you you want to exhale through your mouth. Up, Empty your lungs, and you want to breathe in through your nose for a count of four. You want to hold it for a count of seven, and then you want to whoosh the air out of your mouth for a count of eight. So come help me. <laughs> Let's do it together. So you want to put your tongue in, on the upper ridge of your thumb, and you want to breathe all the air out of your lungs. <sighs> breathe in for four. Hold for seven. Whoosh out for a count of eight. And then you repeat, right? Yeah, and so after you do a couple of cycles, observe how you feel. You might feel lightheaded, but this will disappear. And you might feel a sense of internal relaxation, and this will grow with practice. And we recommend you do it maybe three or four times a day and then do it if you can't sleep, do it when someone cuts you off in traffic, (laughs) do it before a campaign debate. I did it a lot before campaign debates and it was extremely helpful. And finally, there's meditation, which is our favorite tool to reduce stress. And meditation really is simply the formal practice of mindfulness. It's learning to quiet our busy minds and learning to focus Our attention using our breath. It's taking the time to stop, to be still, and to be deliberately mindful. When we meditate, we don't and we can't suppress our thoughts, but we can become observers of our thoughts. We can acknowledge our thoughts without judgment and let them go. By training our minds, we can learn to calm the turbulence we all have in our heads. And we don't want to block our thoughts, but we don't want to feed our thoughts indefinitely either. We do want to let them rise and dissolve on their own, and we just want to become loving observers of these crazy thoughts we might have in our head. I like to say we don't find anything strange about spending years learning to read or write, learning professional skills, toning our bodies, because we know this will benefit us in the long run. But it's really our minds that create our experience of the world. So the question is, why don't we spend more time training our minds? If we transform the way we perceive things, we transform the quality of our lives. And at the top of that list is better health. And that's where meditation can really help us. Meditation, like any skill, takes practice. But the good news is there's no wrong way to do it. And there are lots of different techniques like TM and mindfulness meditation, which I'm talking about today. And we, particularly like guided meditation because it uses visualization to bring about awareness. But the important thing is just try it. Set your timer for five minutes, for ten minutes, and see how it goes. It's time for yourself that has enormous spiritual, emotional, and health benefits. So I was thinking today I would take you through a four-minute meditation if you think you have time. If not, we won't do it, but it's up to you all. You want to do it? Okay. All right. So we're going to do, so what you want to do is just sit where you are comfortably, straight enough so that you can breathe deeply and fully, but not so straight you're uncomfortable. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes. So I'm going to begin the meditation with the ring of the chime. And I'm going to end the meditation with the ring of the chime. Visualize a beautiful tree at the beginning of autumn. Very tall with lots of branches. And then just imagine that you are one of the leaves on the topmost branch and very slowly float down towards the earth on a passing breeze. Feel yourself getting more relaxed as you float lower and lower until you gently land on soft grass and feel relaxed, supported, warm, and calm As you lie here on the soft grass just allow yourself to feel the nurturing that comes from the earth Feel yourself at one with all of nature knowing that everything you need comes to you when you need it Feel how the gentle rhythm of your heart beats in time with all of nature and know that you are always loved and supported. Visualize a golden glow within your heart and see it growing and flowing throughout your body, cleansing and healing your body of all hurt and upset all anger and pain and replace it with the unconditional love from your own heart affirm to yourself right now i love and accept myself exactly as i am i deserve love and i accept it now i attract only loving, healthy relationships into my life. All my relationships are healthy, healed, and whole, and I now experience an abundance of love within my life. Feel the wonderful sense of belonging that comes from being a part of all that is around you and allow the love to flow from your own heart through your body and extend out to those around you. Know that what you give out returns to you multiplied and that you will never run out. When you are ready, bring your attention back to the room. Start to breathe a little more deeply, becoming more and more awake, feeling relaxed, yet alert. Know that you are loved and all is well in the world. Thank you all very, very much. Thank you for joining us on HealthGig. We loved having you with us. We hope you'll tune in again next week. In the meantime, be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast and follow us on HealthGigPod.com. I'm Tricia. And I'm Doro. Be well.